Trying to decide whether that new game is worth your $60? Or maybe you're just wondering if an old game is worth your time? Well, you came to the right place. This is the only podcast that tries to answer the question... Should I buy it, though? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Should I Buy It, Though? I am Nicholas Palazzo, and I am very excited for the sequel to the game we're reviewing today, Ocean Adults of the Darkness. Uh, (laughs) I'm excited, too. And uh, TJ Berry here. Um, I'm actually more excited for the prequel, which is going to be um, Land... Um, teenagers of the abyss. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I'm excited for the um. Uh, you know what? I'm just excited to be here. I'm excited to be breathing. Okay, uh, and I go by Austin. And in case you didn't know, we are reviewing uh, the game Sky Children of the Light, which was previously an iOS Android game, but it was recently released on the Nintendo Switch, so we decided to check it out this week. Um, It's made by the same guys that uh, created Journey, which is a pretty, you know, well-known, well-renowned game. It was the very first game that I streamed ever. Go check it out on YouTube. Aww, full how special. Burn. Yeah, I did it in one yeah. sitting, and I uh. really, really liked that game. It was very good, so we'll see how this one stacks up to it. Oh, my gosh, I'm nervous. <laughs> I know. So uh, just real quick, let's go around the room here and just state um, how far into the game we got, if we beat it or not. Uh, if you have any other experience with this type of game from this type of developer or not, um, and just talk about our, our experience with it. So for me, I did not get to finish it. I got to the very, very final world, though, and there was like a little bit of a barrier there, and I'll talk about that as we go on. But I played through the vast majority of this game, and I had a, you know, a pretty good time. I don't think it's as good as Journey, but... You know, you could clearly see that it was made by the same guys. Uh, we'll talk about art direction and music uh, as we go further into the review, but those were the standouts for me. And um, I haven't played too many of these like single player, just three, four hour, one sitting experiences where there's not a lot of talking or dialogue. You're just kind of going through a world that's, you know, alive and beautiful and all this stuff. But, um, they're really neat games. I think there should be more of them out there, and there's really not a ton. But yeah, that was my experience, and I played it on the Nintendo Switch. Nice. Um, so this is my first experience playing this game. I've played similar games, as you all know at home, uh, and I've had varying degrees of what I enjoyed from the genre, because <laughs> my first foray into this was Outer Wilds, which I absolutely hate. Oh. <laughs> I forgot. Absolutely about that one. hate. And then did not like that game. <laughs> I did not like. It's crazy because I didn't like this game, but a lot of them, you guys did. And then a game that I loved, but all of you guys hated, was Windbound, which is also in the vein of this genre. Right. <laughs> and did you play it on the Switch or iOS? I played it on the Switch. 
Amazing. And this week we have Austin returning again. Is this the I'm... fourth week in a row, Austin? This is the fourth week in a row. Just don't make him a regular, man. Oh, I know. You're, you're a member at this point. Austin oh, is a should I buy wow. it though cast member. <laughs> Oh my god! I didn't know Welcome. that I was gonna get the uh, <laughs> the the official like ring on the finger. This is special. <laughs> um, yeah. So thank you for having me back once again. I'm so thankful. Um, so for this game, Sky Children of the Light, I actually played it almost a year ago on Android systems. Um, I played it on my phone a year ago. I remember seeing the advertisement for it and the, the, the super like minimalistic design, Journey-esque nature of it, which I've not played Journey, but I'm very interested in playing Journey. Um, it really drew me in. And so I played it a year ago. I played it through and beat it on my phone and it was a great little experience. Um, and then that is what you know kind of made me really interested in playing it on the switch because it really did seem to me even then uh like something that could really benefit from <laughs> joysticks <laughs> um as a mode of control <laughs> so i beat it back then this time it did not beat it um i got very close i'm in the same position as mr palazzo here um which is really interesting too because the final leg of this game the story is very platformy so i was excited to see what it's like with um more help from the switches hardware and everything about it um but i wasn't able to do it also the story does not end here because as far as i've seen there's going to be um like season passes and like different developments like it begins like it's literally beginning with like a a little prince um like oh. sto- like season pass did you, did you not did you see the little thumbnail on your I- I saw it, but I didn't know what it meant. I'm like, yeah. it looks like a side quest or something. I'm not gonna. Yeah, do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you don't have to, and you're probably not gonna want to if you didn't like it because it does cost money. Oh, that's how yeah. they make their money. That's so odd. Just like knowing how Journey worked and everything. Like going back to this game to. I don't know. It doesn't seem like the type of game once you beat it that it's necessarily one you'll really go clamoring back to. You know, so. That's yeah, that they're doing that. It ends the way it ends, as far as I remember. Um, it ended in a very like, this is this is what it is, and there's no way that things can be righted because as far to like kind of like dive into story for like the story first of all is super ambiguous like there is no dialogue at all like everything is done through gesture we all saw that like it's always like you meet a little character or a spirit that's how this game kind of functions right Um, there's like no talking it's just interactions between these little dudes um no speaking it's just on a but you still know like they're helping each other out right yeah communication you, in a different like form stuff and you've learned something's like happened and stuff and they'd like tell you yeah of, writing like, on the wall story. Yeah. yeah and you've learned like something has happened like there was one time when things were one way and now things are very different um and so the way the game ends is on this note of we can't go back but like maybe there's hope for the future like a new future um so i don't know how season passes are going to work with that i don't well, know i mean it seems like based on the title too, sky children of light you are i don't know if you're chosen or you're one of the children here in this world that are you're bringing light back to the universe i guess 
my interpretation at least was the light was taken away somehow and you're journeying through this this yeah like lighting candles uh, yeah, lighting up. It seems like dead bodies of previous people that lived here, and lighting yeah. up other players because you meet other players. I don't think I. Right. I think actually it's the exact opposite of what you're saying. Though is like they really um, utilize the multiplayer nature of the game to like emphasize like this like sort of community. Um, the like we are all like very Kingdom Hearts. Like we yeah, are you're all, all like in a it light together. You're all in it together. together. To light up the yeah, world. right. Exactly. That's very much how this game functions because you literally see other p- players playing the game, but they're just like blank silhouettes. But then once you befriend them, you literally share a candle with one another, and then they light up. I don't know if y'all were doing that, but it's like a it's a fun I little did it gimmick. A couple times, yeah, yeah. Um, it feels very the- intimate. <laughs> the jolliest version of like the concept in Dark Souls of like the the flame bringer, you're gonna light the flame and bring light to the world, but mm. you know, uh, in a very uh, artistic way and not as difficult as Dark Souls. But I digress. Um, I, I don't really think there's anything else to touch on when it comes to the story. I didn't see the ending, Austin. You did like a year ago, like you said. Um, mm-hmm. Is it sort of like Journey, where once you've beaten the game, do you loop back to the very beginning and go through it all over again? It it leads you because when okay, so there's like a world little hub that you pop back into every time okay. you open the game. It definitely throws you back there. I don't know if that's meant to have the same looping effect because there might be a different looping effect that Journey has when it's like telling that story. Like this is something you will go through over and over right. again, and that's beautiful. Um, the way Sky Children of the Light ends, I remember it. I remember thinking it was really beautiful. It was as one might imagine, filled with tons of light after going through like this final world of super duper darkness. Which, by the way, I don't know about y'all. But, like, there are some moments in this game that are genuinely... I don't know how I'm going to sound saying this, but genuinely kind of creepy and scary. <laughs> like, did, you, did y'all did you ever encounter... I don't know how far y'all got. Uh, I know, Nick, you got pretty far, but TJ, did you I, I ever experience... About, yeah. yeah, did you ever experience those, like, big, dark, like, yeah, the, the, like scary, snaky creatures? Yeah. Yeah, those are actually really kind of creepy. I think mostly because your character is, like, a super small... Just like can't do much thing, but then if you like get found by these big like dragon looking, ugh, like they're scary and they make scary noise. That gave me um, big like vibes of um, James and the Giant Peach. Yeah, very like you're out of your out of your depth. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a lot. Um, and it it effectively too during that scene it shows you what those things can do if you were to get spotted. It like went yeah. after one of those whale sky creatures. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I I don't want to be on the receiving end of that, so I'm gonna yeah. not get spotted now. Yeah, um, I have so been cool. spotted by those bitches many times when I first played. It's scary. They literally charge at you. And it's really freaky. I don't like it. But it had a good ending, like I was saying, the, back to the original point. It was it was a very ambiguous but like wholesome ending where you you're supposed to feel good and like all the trouble you've gone through was was worth it because now the light can find its way home. <laughs> it was cute. My one critique or my biggest critique, I guess, of it is that it didn't give me that sense of like grandeur that Journey gave me where the journey was spectacular. Like the end goal wasn't the part that you're remembering. It was 
process of getting there through art design, through music, through set pieces, through these moments like in this game where you're encountering those creatures. All of that was fine in this game, but it didn't give me that overwhelming rush of like, oh, I'm being swept away by this game, you know? Um, the music was still really solid and it connected with certain moments like when you're flying through the sky, that was beautiful. Uh, the world around you is very well made, but it, it was just there was a little bit of that charm still missing from uh, that last experience that I played from these guys. But um, I, I don't know. How, how did you guys feel? TJ, you've never played Journey, so you don't have that comparing point. Did you get that sense of, like, this is a really cool experience that I'm playing? Oh, def- I definitely enjoyed it. Like, even in the beginning, like, you were one into this vast, like, almost desert kind of thing. Um, this big open space. So I got a big sense of like, oh, this world is kind of huge, even though like it's almost kind of linear. But like I, I enjoyed like flying through the skies and like with the clouds and stuff. Like it's definitely a cute little game. I definitely didn't reach a point where I was like, I hate this. Right, exactly. Okay. How about you, Austin? Did you get a good sense of like, wow, I'm captivated? Yeah. Um, I think. I I think I've kind of you know painted myself in a very particular way on this podcast to <laughs> uh, make it known that like music really does help a lot for me, yes. um, like it it does a lot. Of course, it can't like save a game if a game is like absolute bullshit. Um, but I don't think this game is absolute bullshit. Um, so the music can really help a lot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, the scale is definitely something that is like to go back to like me just talking about the monsters like your character you get the feeling that this character is small and i think um the the scale of the world size makes that you feel that even more um so there's there's that that's going into play but also i think that something that might be to the detriment is that this is in like a post-apocalyptic situation at least even for these like people this culture that lives in this world which is cool and provides a good like um backdrop for like a for a journey (laughs) um but i think there's also a lot of like potential to like misstep there because you can easily make the world a little too dead you know what i mean Right. And it it won't it doesn't feel worth it at that point. So it's it's a hard balance. And I think in some moments they strike it well, in some moments they don't do so well. But that also could just be me and my taste. Like the moments that I really appreciate in this game take place in like these lush green fields towards the beginning. And as it gets like more dark and serious, and the um, the landscapes become more monotone, gray, whatever. That's when I start to lose personal interest, just because I'm like. It like it, it literally just feels dead and like absolutely lifeless and it doesn't feel like it's worth exploring. Um, that's a, that's a great point actually because to me this whole game and I, I hate to keep bringing it up but it's journey but just a little bit less including the point you made of the the world feeling alive around you despite it being kind of barren like post-apocalyptic you know journey was the same thing it, it was a completely for the most part empty wasteland but everything was moving around you the world and the multiplayer people you encountered and the different creatures you saw um this game still had that dna in it and it was it's really well done just to a lesser extent i feel like not as not as well implemented i feel like it's there it just 
it could have been tweaked a little bit more, I think. Or, or I get that it's a mobile game, so maybe they're restricted in adding as much as they wanted to. But like, eh, I needed a little bit more from it. I think, I think the major emphasis this time around was the multiplayer part of it. Like, I just have yes. that feeling like when it's sky children of the light that children is plural i'm telling you like a lot it is, of children <laughs> yeah there's a lot of children it's all the other multiplayer people that you see playing in this world around you um and so with that they're you know they weren't really focused on a solo experience which can lead to a bunch of other issues some might not find them to be issues i i always go back to like <laughs> how like the like why you should be able to play this on your own and feel completely and entirely fulfilled if this yeah. game lacked like the ability to connect with other players it should still be a fun heck of a fun time and you should still be able to feel as enriched uh by the world as you would otherwise i don't know if that would happen here um but we also don't have to know because it like the nature of the game is multiplayer so mm. exactly um that's a really good point too just the whole multiplayer essence of this game in general i think maybe it's mobile deep did, it's very there it is deep and maybe mobile did help that a lot because you know a lot more people have the ability to use wi-fi and multiplayer capabilities with a mobile device as opposed to like a, a switch or a playstation maybe people don't want to pay for online services there um yeah but well on the switch i I don't think you have to right you could just access multiplayer without paying for like switch online right uh, i don't know they made me sign in well there there are some there are some games that don't require you to have the nintendo online but then i also have nintendo online so i don't know (laughs) you know what i mean um i don't know if it would say too bad (laughs) sister you freaking suck um it might but i wouldn't know so (laughs) someone confirm for us please because i mean again with journey um on the playstation it helps if you have online because then you can encounter other people but the world is still fine enough for you to play through even if you did it just completely single player um you do not need to pay for switch online to play okay fantastic that's That's nice that's actually really nice that that's a thing um but i I think either i I don't know how to put this was the multiplayer do you guys think was it too much were there too many little children running around and just getting in the way or do you think it was fine however there was not enough implementation of it with different puzzles and stuff to keep it engaging i'm kind of caught between those two there was a moment where um I needed multi like multiple people to like do a thing with me in order to access a room. Mm. So that's cool. I don't know if there's more of that and I just didn't see it. This game okay. This game there the one flaw that cuz I TJ earlier did say it feels very linear. I think it feels linear on their own fault because they keep at, like in between every room that you enter in this game, it's like you know what I mean. You keep entering these different zones. They keep um, focusing in on that like endpoint, that top of the mountain area, yeah. which makes you feel like I need to go that way. I need to go forward because you can literally see it in the distance, no matter where you are. So by virtue yeah. of that 
single zoom in camera angle, I think people focus forward. However, I will let you know that like there are different areas that you can access within zones. You have to, um, in the same way, Plato, that you were that you weren't able to access the very end because you needed X amount of like the constellations or whatever. Um, that's the same thing for like the different areas. Obviously, it might not be the same amount as like the end game requires, but like it might say, oh, you need like three for here or two for here. Um, and once you enter those areas, they are new, they are lush, they are full, they are open. Um, but still, there is there is stuff to explore. However, they don't really do a good job of letting you know that that is there. It's very much up to you. Um, yeah, this is a game yeah. that's meant to like be like you're meant to be open minded and ready to explore outside of like even what they're telling you to do, which is sometimes hard. You're like, girl, you're telling me to go forward. I'm going to go forward. Right. Uh, that's the thing. This might be a good time yeah. to transition to gameplay if we weren't already talking about it. But yeah. the game, it really does push you forward quite a bit mm-hmm. um, in both like just th- that camera angle you were talking about, like go towards this mountain, please. Yeah, it and keeps zooming in on that baby. The text options, too, of, like, hit this button to show your next objective and where to go. Um, And you are in these vast open areas that you're able to explore in. Like, you could go uh, into different areas here to find these little shadow people that you have to bring back to life. Uh, The game really does guide you to where it wants you to go. And I don't think it does it as well as Journey, where, yeah, it, it... it points you to the direction where it wants you to move towards, but it is also very, very clear, and it emphasizes that you could explore these vast regions that it puts you in uh, to get all those collectibles. But for me, I'm not as interested in this world, honestly, that I cared to explore, even if it didn't point me in the right direction. I sort of just blazed towards the end, and that was to my detriment because once I got to the very end, uh, I realized that I needed to keep collecting these little, I, I think they're constellations that you get throughout the game. And I think every mm-hmm. five constellations that you pick up, uh, you get an upgrade to your flight capacity um, where you could fly longer distances. But at the end, the game in the final region, it bars you off from continuing with like some wall. And it says, oh, you have 15 out of 20 of these things. Come back later. And I'm like, oh, go get more. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Maybe I need to fly for longer in this final area. I don't know. But that really prevented me from continuing on because I didn't find the world interesting enough to want to go back and look in all those nooks and crannies to get these collectibles, you know? And traversal is fun. I just didn't think it was as entertaining or fluid as, say, Journey, you know? So I I struggled Mm -hmm. to go back and get more of those collectibles. I think I went back to the first world, got two, and I said, okay, I'm done. Goodbye, game. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys ran into that situation at all. Well, I mean, I hate those sort of progression systems flat out, um, which is funny because... uh, it feels very similar to Genshin Impact, also a mobile game with a console life. <laughs> um, I just, there's something about, like, there's something about in-game currencies of any sort or in-game. I It's not all in-game currency because that's not, like, the constellations aren't necessarily currency. You, you get, like, little things from them. But it is something that, like, you need to collect X amount in order to get this benefit. Sorry, but that's currency to me, honey. and so um that i don't really enjoy i think 
I think the game should... You should have no trouble, in my opinion, doing every... Like, having that happen on your own naturally. Like, you shouldn't get to the end and all of a sudden it's like, oh, you need, like, ten more, sister. Like, the game should have, like, put you in positions to get those ten already. And if and it, uh, and if not, it should help you, like, really know where to fucking go. Or... Or I don't know, maybe like lower the number, like have it, I don't know. It, it's a less of a big deal if, Palazzo, you had like seen, oh, you need two more, you know? Um, know? And then you go back and get the two more. It's different when it's like you need eight plus and that's a real deterrent and then and people don't I'm finish. Not, I wasn't sure. Those those last few things were definitely scattered throughout different areas and maybe I didn't explore. So I could have found them on my own. However, I, I was also thinking in the back of my mind, maybe once we go to the Apple store and buy five more, I'm not sure. I'm not, I don't know if that was one of the currencies that was available mm-hmm. to me. If it's not, then it's a moot point, but still that's, I couldn't help but feeling that way with some of the other collectibles as well. Some of the cosmetic items, like the different yeah. pieces or the different capes that, we're different, but eh, also not different. You know, like, yeah, he still pretty... looked like the same little dude, right? Yeah, I, I thought <laughs> I've seen some pretty cool avatars that people have developed in that game. That oh, really? Okay, because I'm like literally the easiest to please. Like as soon as you put like a staff on someone's back, I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, that that's so mystical. I want one. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, TJ? Was the gameplay like engaging for you? The flight and the the traversal mechanics, or was it like, yeah, it was. It was, it was fine. Like, uh, it wasn't super amazing. Like, it was fun to play for sure, but like, I wouldn't go out of my way to be like, oh my god, like this is game breaking. This is genre defining. Exactly. Okay, and I guess. For me, the one of the final things I wanted to touch on, and this Austin was mainly drawing from your experience because you did mm-hmm. play the mobile game. On a technical level, did you see vast improvements between the two systems from mobile to Switch or not really? I definitely remember like my initial reaction to this this Switch version. One, there is an option to play at 60 frames per second, which I thought was really cool. Oh, I uh, should have done that. I had no idea. Yeah, that was yeah. They have a sixty frames per second option. Oh, you told um, me I, that actually. I just forgot. I, it's coming back. Yeah, to me now. Okay. yeah. I tur- I turned that baby on, and it was really nice, really fluid. Okay. Um, there also did seem to be just like a nice, like with all mobile graphics, there seems to be like just this like little bit of a, a gritty looking texture to you know different character models and whatnot. Mm-hmm. There was a much smoother look to this game. Um, so for me, that upgrade was really nice and pretty. But I mean, all in all, it, it still was very much the same experience. And as I was playing it, um, like it, nothing really felt super new. Um, also, I feel like I should mention this just because I like this is like a um, this is like a philosophy thing here that I'm about <laughs> to bring up. Okay, so the fact that the mechanic of flight is involved, um, I'm like, shouldn't shouldn't the flight feel like feel more freeing because there are moments where you are kind of like on this uh what would you call it like roller coaster type situation where you like start you started uh, you start a little path and you ride the flight until you get off which really has nothing to do with you and your character's abilities however when it is you just like traversing the little normal areas your flight 
feels really limited and that's like kind yes. of disappointing Very in the grand scheme yeah, in like the gliding. in the grand s- yeah. yeah in the grand scheme of like what flight means and like what it should mean in this game particularly it's like i'm gonna like literally just fly around at my at my pace when i want to for as long as i want to but you can't do that and it goes quick like the flight ability goes so quick yeah because it's like it's on a it's on a gauge yeah, like on it, a- yeah like you have a, a little, I guess, stamina meter if you want to call yeah, it that. Essentially, runs out. once it runs out, you you lose the ability to fly. So mm-hmm. be careful with that because that happened to me a couple times where I start plummeting to the ground. But exactly. Um, other than that, I don't think there's really too much more to touch on uh, story gameplay technical wise. I dropped a few frames, but now I know that I could fix that with a switch to 60 frames per second so i should have done that keep that in mind everyone uh frame rate is the way to go and i'm sure visually this game will look a lot better when you get your hands on the oled switch it's coming out in october that was announced today so this game will look even prettier than it does you know um but yeah anything else you guys want to touch on before we move into a vote Mm. said how it looks we said how it plays we said the music yeah the controls are very yeah very minimalist design which i really appreciate like it's all it's all very like simple looking which might be to its detriment in some ways with the world feeling a little too dead sometimes it's not for everyone because it's not action-packed or jammed with a whole bunch of stuff you could do i like the characters designed the most yeah they are very well designed for sure um but yeah with that i say we jump into a vote you guys ready Mm-hmm. In the case of Sky, Children of the Light, how do you vote? I'm actually going to have you guys go first on this one because I'm not quite sure yet. I want to hear some more opinions yeah, first before yeah. I give mine. Yeah, so. TJ, do you want to you right, start us so, off? I de- like, this game is definitely fun to play. <laughs> um, it's cute. It's cute. It's very cute. Um, and not like in a... Um, in a bene- it's, it's not a in a Benetados kind of cute. Yeah. Right, like, <laughs> you play it, it's kind of, like, refreshing. Like, it's just something to kill time with. Um, This game mm-hmm. was free. Um, Pretty sure it has always been free, so that's definitely a plus. Um, But even if it costs money, uh, I'm, Max, I'll pay, like, $15 for this game. Like... If any oh, more than that, I would be upset. Okay. But like for fifteen dollars, because like we've we've played very similar games, and like we've paid more money for similar games. So like right. I get it, and like who could do like less things in? So <laughs> like it's not bad. Like the game, like it looks nice. It's cute. It's nice that it's portable. You can carry it around on the Switch or on your phone. If you're looking for like an in-depth story or like a bunch of action to stay engaged, then this is definitely not your cup of tea. But if you just want something to, like, kick back, relax, spend a little bit of time with, you know, I'd recommend it. So, like, I'm going to give it a buy. I don't let a skirt buy with a buy. Wow. Okay. I'm surprised by that answer. Me too, because I usually Um, hate these kind of games. (laughs) Well, here we are. Didn't hate it enough this time. Um for me, I I'm just gonna go straight out and say that I think it is also a buy slash download for free. Um, and I think uh, the the free really does 
really push that over the edge because you, there are no consequences here. Um, unless you're someone that is like, you know what, Austin, time is money. And, <laughs> and the fact that I'm contributing, um, um, I'm committing time to this game is, is a, is a loss Trading for me. hours of my life for this game. For this game. Um, I think this game is like TJ was kind of getting at. It's, it's just like a little, it's a little experience to have. Um, it is, and it is nothing more than that. It is, um, it is a visual audio <sighs> little narrative that you follow through. Um, you've got some cute little characters that you take on a, on a journey. Um, I mean, I did eventually like express that there is a little bit of like urgency that you feel or I felt when it came to like those like creatures of darkness and like the little character that you are. So you kind of, I at least kind of care about my little person a little bit. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, don't get hurt. You fucking little dweeb. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think, I think a lot of people, this is a very particular, this is a very particular buy. And if you're into those audiovisual experiences that are very akin to just like a visual novel, but with a very ambiguous story, then it's for you. But if you're literally not into anything else, if you're like, if that's not your cup of tea at all, you're, you'd literally be like, get me out of here. This game is very much for like your significant other that doesn't really play games. Yeah, it's a, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just gotta walk. You, you just gotta, you just gotta walk. You just move your character, babe. <laughs> Okay, so that's two you should buy. So my vote doesn't really matter anyway. But I'm just going to flat out say you should buy it still. You should buy the free game. <laughs> um, yeah. For two main reasons alone, that's time and money. It's a free game, so you're not putting money into it. And mm-hmm. it's only like, what, three hours? Yeah, Maybe? you could three, you four? could easily do it in three hours. Yeah. I mean, like... If it was any longer or any more expensive, I would swing my do not buy hammer on top of this game. But for the experience that it is, I think it's worth checking out at least, even though yeah. I didn't finish it. It's budget journey, honestly, and that's indicative of the, the price point. It's a free version of the game that was like 15, 20 bucks and was worth it, in my opinion. Everything's just a little bit less. So if you like journey, I think you'll like this game. Uh, you'll appreciate it. You just may be a little disappointed, and if you've never played a game like this before and you like this one, definitely go check out Journey because you'll you'll love that one. Um, but I need yeah, to there's check still it out. Th- please do. Yes, it, it's it should be relatively cheap. Um, but yeah, I think you should buy this game. There's cool things to be had here. It's not the best game ever that I've played before, but it's a cute little experience that you can knock out one morning if you're bored. You know. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, you should buy it though, uh, and that's three v- uh, votes for yes. So in the case of Sky Children of the Light, you should buy it though. Hooray! Good free job. download, ding ding free, ding. Free download. You should download the free game though. There it is. <laughs> Our unanimous vote rates have gone significantly up since everyone else is on yeah, break. We, I think it's us, uh, I think it's the optimism <laughs> that I bring to the table. I think it is Austin. You the sheer open-mindedness that I bring forth. Thank you. 
we're hurting people's wallets, but you know, like I well, we're doing not it this happily. time around. That's true. This one's free. That's very true. So y'all can chill out with that complaining shit. Get rich or get fucked. I'm kidding. Hey. <laughs> but anyway, that was Sky Children of the Light. Stay tuned next week because we're probably going to be checking out the brand new, and this is going to be a little different for us, the Resident Evil Infinite Darkness TV show that's coming to Netflix this wow. Thursday. Um, so we'll Sounds like an angsty that. teenager's wet dream. It it is my wet dream, Austin. That's right, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> nice to meet you, Palazzo. This is going to be perfect for me. But um, anyway, stay tuned for that. And guys, please let us know um, anywhere that you'd like uh, on Twitter or in Discord if you're a patron to that. Let us know what you want to see from us, if there's any games in particular you want us to play. Uh, just let us know and we'll, we'll check them out. Um, we'd like to thank our patrons, Jerry Benetados, for his continued support. Um, and guys, if you like this show a lot, please go check out Dungeons and Drimbus. That's our other podcast, our actual play D&D podcast. And we do a lot of fun stories on there. Uh, we play a lot of funny characters. Uh, it's a good time all around. If you like listening to us talk on here, you'll definitely lis- lis- like listening to us talk on that other podcast. So please check it out. And Austin, thank you again for joining us on the show tell us where we can find you at mr austin adams that mr is an mr and not an m-i-s-t-e-r so mr austin adams heck yeah thank you final words before we sign out friends love yourself ho yeah yeah (laughs) ho. (laughs) (laughs) everyone you did it have a have a swell rest of your day and um We'll talk at you real soon. Bye-bye. Goodbye.